And welcome back, everyone, to another production of Go Be Wyoming. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and I've got Zach Gale on uh, via Zoom. Uh, this segment, we are going to cover some state news. Um, Zach, we've obviously got the big one. Um, eight counties so far um, have been approved to do a mask mandate, so we're going to cover that. Um, but first thing I want to cover is um, today it was released our interview with Bo Beitman. Um, we kind of didn't do this after, but uh, I feel it's necessary to lead into the state news. Um, but what were your reactions from our interview with Bo? Yeah, super insightful. Um, love talking with Bo and ha super happy he came back for a second uh, second time. But yeah, you know, the big thing we talked about or we talked about with him was uh, uh, just the budget, you know, where, where are we looking? Because Governor Gordon had just announced some cuts um, and you know, Bo, Bo uh, pointed out what the governor pointed out too, a little bit after we talked with him is that there's still a lot of money in K-12 education that's, uh, you know, makes up a significant portion of the, of this deficit. So, mm -hmm. um, and it, yeah, so I, you know, it was just awesome to, to hear from Bo and just get that kind of um, fresh set of eyes on, on this stuff. Yeah, I th you know, that was probably our biggest thing was just, yeah, it, and really it's in, uh, really that conversation with him was we got to be creative. Like we got to, you have to look at everything differently. You know, he brought up, you know, administrative positions throughout the states, travel, sports, um, you know, um, other state, other state government agencies, you know, like we're, you, you know, this, the, the state is not immune. You, you know, if you're a state employee, I hate to say it, but it's like, you're not immune to this, you know, like, um, yeah. everyone's hurting. So, um, but he seemed pretty optimistic, you know, I think even before he saw what the governor proposed, um, uh, you know, he seemed pretty optimistic. Now, then he said that there's rumors that they're going to try and push the session <laughs> to not in-person session so we'll see how that turns out but um right let's jump into covid real quick zach we'll i'll try and be brief because we again we've got we'll you and i will dive deep uh <laughs> in a different segment um but uh yeah you know as of today wednesday the 18th eight counties across the state have been approved for a mask mandate um we kind of saw this coming from uh governor gordon's um briefing on Friday where he kind of was like encouraging like I will support the counties um I think we're gonna have four more throughout the week probably get approved so we'll kind of keep an eye on that um my takeaway Zach is I've been following you know Cowboy State Daily does a great job of kind of every day you know here are the numbers um so real quick this Monday the cases over the weekend was only 600 now some may argue with me well that you know because people aren't going in to get tested you know and stuff like that you know which is mm -hmm. like okay um 600 cases over the weekend um yeah yeah now even even today on wednesday we've only had about a thousand reported so you know two weeks ago we were hitting those two thousand you know 1500 2000 over 2000 cases so in my eyes i'm like okay we didn't even have mass mandates and the cases are starting to dip. Mm -hmm. um, that's just my opinion. You know, we're I'm following the numbers. Um, yeah, we, we've I, um, 
I double checked the the health department's website. We've done over 300,000 tests. We're still under, we're still at 21,000 confirmed cases. Um, I don't know how they're calculating like active, recovered, because like if I'm trying to do the math, it doesn't, anyways, um, the state says, so the state is saying 21,000 have been confirmed, only 13,000 have recovered. So which would leave about 8,000 active, right? Right. Um, but I think the big, the big headline like on Cowboy State Daily is we've got over 10,000 active. So that, you know, to me, I'm like, how are, like, what are, and, and no one's really answered like what's active, like, right like 48 hours or or like 10 days in quarantine like what's what's our active you know yeah my wonder is so i don't know about you but when i was quarantined i had to check in it was called like a sarah report um and just check off any uh symptoms that i had and if i didn't have any i just said no symptoms um and i i know my roommate had to do that too um but his um after 10 days apparently he was no longer contagious so he could break quarantine, even though he still had symptoms. Um, so maybe active is that 10 day period where you're contagious, um, or it's from the start of symptoms to the end of symptoms. But I don't know about you, if you had to do a, a week, a daily report to say what you had. We Now, I, I'm not gonna speak for the state, but Lexi didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do that. Interesting. So, yeah. So now it's like, so yeah. how are we calculating this? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, this is my point is like, yeah, trust the government. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, so anyways, I don't, you can, people listening, you go look, you figure it out if you want. Um, as of today, the deaths are at 155. Um, over the last five days, we've had uh, 10 deaths or 11 deaths. Sorry. Um, Uh, Last thing I'll say, Zach, is I find it interesting that, remember, about two weeks ago, the death curve was on there. So I could see cases, death curve. It is not there anymore on the Wyoming uh, Health Department site, which makes me, why would, why is that gone? Why can't we see what, what the, 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 you know, the, the, the statistical, where is the statistical measurement of deaths um right so zach anything you want to add there um no not really um i do want to ask you though if you, this last uh, article i put it down here um oh yeah well, if you wanted to talk about that one or we can we can skip it but um I'd, I'd like i'd like mainstream media to like focus on like real things that'd be nice <laughs> Isn't Forbes, um, I, isn't Forbes a freaking financial magazine? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of um, here. Yeah. Business, Most so we'll just a brief. Yeah, business yeah. magazine Forbes declared Wyoming one of the riskiest states to travel to um, during the pandemic. Um, so I think they, rank, they ranked us fourth behind South Dakota, North Dakota, and Iowa. No surprise they put South Dakota number one. Yeah. Um, that seems very objective, like <laughs> journalism. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I just was like, all right, whatever. Um, 
what is it? The risk factors for Wyoming also include the fact that there are 125 new cases of the virus. So this was published on Monday. Um, 125 new cases of the virus diagnosed daily per 100,000 people, um, as well as the fact that according to Forbes, 43.4% of coronavirus tests are positive. Um, they cited Governor Gordon's press conference last Friday where he uh, called some folks uh, knuckleheads. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was... Uh, Right, so, so, silly. so so you're gonna be a teacher statistical yeah. lesson yeah okay you're using fancy words like 125 per 100,000 people there's only like three cities here in Wyoming that have over 100,000 people so it's like get out of here like we're not LA like if that's LA then yeah that you know like oh my goodness you know because then you do right. you know you do the math how many population they have this is this is what drives me nuts about maybe we'll just leave it but that's I did see that, and I was like, "Yeah, they don't have anything else to do at Forbes magazine right now." Right. <laughs> I thought you'd talk about how businesses in places like Philadelphia and New York are going to close after their second lockdowns. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> let's get some some kind of some good news. Yes, University of Wyoming, and hey, we don't just bash on the university all the time, okay? <laughs> Most of the time I do, but not all the time. They are going to start a, a minor uh, for some undergrad programs in blockchain. Um, fantastic. We got to start. We got to start looking at tech. We got to start thinking of different things we can do. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got Kraken is establishing a bank here. Um, Avanti is establishing all those. Both of those have to do with blockchain. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's that's huge. I did see something. I didn't add it, but I saw today from the Cowboy State Daily Brief, um, uh, Representative Lummis, um, or I guess Senator Lummis now, Senator Mike Lummis, is planning to uh, talk to Congress about um, Bitcoin and these types of currency too. So um, that's cool that she's taken that uh, to the federal government. Yeah, I think there's, you know, it's... Um it's an interesting currency, you know, it's an interesting thing to, to, you know, consider, I think blockchain crypto is cool, but I think blockchain is more important in regards to like security. And as we get right. more tech and more tech and more tech, it's like, you're going to need that security of something that's pretty block blockchain is pretty uh, secure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that is awesome. I did see that. Yeah. Senator Lomas is already hopefully making, making some, making some headway. Um, uh, so Dave Kinsky, um, he is also a representative state rep, right? Yeah. He's a state representative. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, uh, let's see, this was in the Sheridan media reported by Sheridan media. Um, he kind of gave a, uh, his thoughts, I guess. Um, I I've reached out to him. We will have him on at some point, Zach, he wants to come on, but so, um, cool. you know, again, he, it, it, this is kind of, we're in a loop, like we've heard it. Um, you know, he mentions that coal, oil and gas, you know, that was making up 60% of our revenue, you know, um, more than half. Um, he did bring up, this was before the governor proposed cuts. Um, but, um, I think everyone, it'll be, it's going to be interesting, especially when we come back around for the, for the next elections. 
you know, he brought up himself, K-12, we got to look at of cutting that. Um, yeah. You know, um, Zach, what did you think on his, uh, that article there? Um, it wasn't too in-depth, but. No, but you're right. Um, you know, and it's like we talked about with Bo. There's ways that you can cut spending in K-12 education without hurting education. So, you know, that, you know, the state's paying for busing teams to uh, um, different, different schools to play sports. You know, we got to look at there, maybe there's a way to get around that or, you know, shape that, shave that down a little bit. Um, administration costs, you know, again. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to hear what ideas he has. Um, you know, ways that we can reduce the, the budget um, without hurting education. Um, but yeah, I think, I think he's right. And, you know, Wyoming is finally starting to get on that, that train of thought where it's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta do something else. So um, yeah. And, you know, it's just like we said with the blockchain, that's, that's awesome. Let's get that started. We've got these crypto banks coming in. We've got more, um, uh, new types of industries that are starting to take off. So we need yeah. to keep fueling that, keep pushing that, keep encouraging that. Yeah. And um, I think maybe we'll leave my notes here. Maybe we'll leave that for our give no ground, um, you know, but we've, we've talked about plenty of different, you know, hemp, you know, hemp's starting to maybe take off in Wyoming. We're surrounded by legalized marijuana. Yep. Now, like we've said, there's different ways we can look at it as maybe delete, you know, decriminalize, you know, maybe medical, um, you, you know, ways, ways, that it's not going to be detrimental to the state is what we're getting at. Right. Um, yes. So anyways, we're, there's, there's plenty of things that we're going to talk about later. Um, but you know, it's, it's good to see at least in our region, you know, I'd have to look and see what everyone else is thinking, but Kinski, you know, Cyrus mentioned it, you know, um, we're, we're, you know, we definitely will get back with Mark Kenner, but you know, so Kinski, Bo, Cyrus, at least are all like, Hey, that's great. You've made a lot of cuts so far. There's one big elephant in the room. Well, two of them. You've got the universities and community college and K through 12. Those are some big elephants that you have to tackle at some point. So um, just to finish out, Zach, yeah. So the governor's cuts that we're talking about, he came out Monday, um, kind of with a new supplemental budget. He made, I think he made more than over 400 million cuts from his last one. Um, he's still about 300 million short, which again should tell you like, dang, we've got a bit, which we talked about with Bo, we have a big old state budget, you know, 3 billion, if you weren't listening to Bo's interview. So, mm-hmm. um, anyways, uh, what's your take on that? Yeah, no, um, like you said, so the budget released Monday totals approximately $2.4 billion, um, which is almost $1 billion less than um, the budget that Governor Gordon had when he first was elected two years ago. Um, So that, again, put that into perspective. There's that billion dollars that we don't have. And again, 60% of that billion dollars is coal, oil, natural gas. So um, it's it's like you said, too, there's the elephant in the room. And I, you know, as a teacher and um, I'm glad that, you know, Wyoming isn't looking at cutting education first and just completely slashing it. Um, but 
the conversation's got to be had though you know and it's unfortunate but it's got to be had yeah um and we're going to dig into this more in that our next one um last thing zach um do you have time to read these uh this one was by basin electric um and then uh from paw um so first it's an interesting idea so basin electric um southwest power they're they're uh it's almost like a conglomerate of utility companies um <laughs> throughout the midwest or i should say the plains not really the midwest but the plains uh, which would cover us um anyways it's interesting and i'm trying to figure out how that would affect us if they all join together um Anyways, uh, the, it, it, the, there was a study that was done, I guess, and it claims that these companies all would save about $50 million a year if they can all pool together. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so. Yeah, so uh, would it be like an umbrella? So like MBU is kind of the, the major kind of utilities uh, company for, for Sheridan um, mm -hmm. or, you know, that kind of the area of Wyoming. So, um, would they kind of just be kind of incorporated into this this group? That, that's what I was kind of trying to figure out as I was reading through it. That that's my understanding. Um, consider our RTO expansion to the west. Um, you know, I'm trying to figure out what that means. I think it. I think that's what it means. Is this? It would it would come and yeah, pretty much buy out MDU and all all of mm -hmm. them. I guess. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So kind of. You know, it's like, okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah. But the other interesting thing from PAW um, was, um, let's see, this was in the Joint Corporations, Elections, and Political Subdivisions Committee. Okay. Um, <laughs> they are, so they're obviously thinking about utilities as well and power. Um, they let's see what do they do um again this is kind of the whole solar thing like solar gets all these tax exemptions and things like that um now my issue is with this is um they want to try and regulate people that are putting up solar panels on their homes i don't agree with that because if if they can afford it, they should be able to do that. And then I think we, what we should be looking at is become like Texas, where it's a smart grid, where if I can afford the $45,000 Tesla roof in the battery, um, you know, now that 45,000 doesn't include the battery. So, but if I could, you know, right. I, I want the ability to put it back into the grid. Um, and then maybe I get paid by MDU, like, hey, you gave us whatever megawatts, right? Um, right. That's what I think we should do. So I, I think this bill is completely wrong in what it's attempting to do. Um, so anyways, that, that was kind of a long, maybe didn't make a whole lot of sense, but. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, it's, I mean, that would be a great thing if you're able to like, say you privately installed your solar panel right and you used you didn't use x amount of the 
the coal or heat, uh, gas powered heat or electricity in your house, then you get, you know, like a re refund basically. Um, yep. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, I, I'm just kind of skimming through this really quickly, but that yeah. it does that's what they want to do. They want to kind of regulate how many houses or, you know, whatever it is that, that get these. Yeah. Which to me is like, that doesn't solve any budget problem, you know, that, so I'm confused on why, you know, again, if you can afford 40,000, 50,000 to put something on your house, it's like, I don't, um, you know, the state shouldn't have anything to say about it. So, yeah. Um, anyways, um, well, that's your state news. Um, you know, again, again, the thing that controls the conversations is COVID and budget here in Wyoming. Thank you for listening to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. That was your state news update. We recorded that on November 18th. So by the time you're listening, we might uh, be backdated a couple days. But uh, if you enjoy our show, please like, share, and subscribe. And we will catch you next time. Go Be Wyoming.